Joining us for the first time in 2011 is Richard Kral. And Richard, it's uh, interesting times ahead with the start of the V8 supercar season at Eastern Creek. And then, of course, not long after that, the first of the major VA, uh, the major events in Australia, the Armour Royal 12-hour at the mountain. Yeah, g'day, Craig. Happy New Year to you and uh, all the listeners. Um, yeah, it only seems like uh, a few days ago that we were all sitting around uh, at the end of the season there at uh, the Sydney Telstra 500 at the start of December, doesn't it? But uh, a very brief off-season and things back into the flow uh, very, very quickly in 2011 and uh, looking forward to the Armoral 12-hour, which is going to be a big start to the year on the mountain. And as far as I'm concerned, there's no better place to go for the first race meeting of the year. Get yourself back in by going to uh, that fantastic racetrack. And the 12-hour this year has really gone from strength to strength. A change in the regulations last year was, uh, well, everyone was asking the question, how would it go? But it seems year number two and more and more teams from all over the world have decided that they want to race at the mountain as well. Yeah, for those that weren't aware, there was a regulation shift after last year's race, which was very successful on its own, uh, to decide to allow the GT cars in, so cars from Australian GT and International GT3 plus others. So it was a very controversial decision uh, and the production car competitors probably haven't supported it as much as we would have liked to see from an event perspective but um, the GT cars have embraced it and we've had 20 GT cars enter for the race there's some very strong combinations there's six international cars coming down to race and some very very strong teams from Australia as well so um, that aspect of it has been uh, really well supported. The production cars will also be quite strong. There's not a huge amount of them, but the ones that are entered are all extremely competitive and will be very, very fast. So it's set to be a competitive race, but I guess the big question everyone's asking at the moment is how are the GT cars going to go over 12 hours and what sort of a race are we going to get? And I think the answer is that it's going to be a really good one because uh, some of the combinations we've got are exceptionally strong. And interesting, the uh, names of the cars we're going to see on the circuit because it has really got some prestige about it this year. Yeah, it does. And, and that's sort of what the event's been looking for, I guess, is to get those name brands. Like we've had Mitsubishi and Subaru and Holden and Ford and FPV, HSV uh, in the last couple of years. But uh, they want that sort of exo uh, exotic factor as well, I guess. So, uh, for instance, in GT3 Outright, we've got a Moslet, Dan Grant, who'll share that car with Max Twig and Jeff Emery. We've got uh, several Porsches there. We've got one from Mark Sini, who'll share with David Reynolds and Dean Fiore. I mean, that's an, an awesome team. Two very strong V8 drivers and Mark Sini, who's well accomplished in GT racing. We've got the Quins in their GT3R, fresh off a Nürburgring campaign. Tony and Clark and Craig Baird, so another strong combination. Two uh, more Cup S's, David Wall, defending GT champion, and James Kanduris, who'll share with his brothers uh, Theo and Steve Owen. So... You know, Steve needs no introduction. He's been on pole at the 12 hour the last two years and, of course, Triple uh, Eight driver the last couple of years in the Enduros and now racing with VIP Pet Foods in the supercars this year. Uh, the big uh, entry, I guess, though, Craig, this year has been the two Audis. Uh, Works Audi team from Europe, uh, race experience, Team Jost. So they're the, it's the Le Mans winning Audi team. Two R8 GT3s coming, the same or well, similar model car to the one Mark Eddy's been racing in Australia, which was the only one racing outside of Europe. Uh, Mark's been instrumental in putting that together. Mark will share a car with Craig Lowndes, who needs no introduction, and Warren Luff, who's pretty much in the same boat. And the uh, the second Audi will be an international 
car, which will be crewed by Darrell O'Young, who's sort of a Dutch-Chinese driver, Mark Bessing and Christopher Mees. Christopher's the uh, FIA GT3 champion from two years ago, a young guy out of Germany. So uh, great young drivers, some international experts and some Aussie superstars in that team as well. And then there's a couple of Ferraris. Hector Lester will team up with Luke Searle and Alan Simonson in a 4.30. So Alan's one of the best GT racers in the world, full stop. So that's awesome. And uh, the great John Bauer will team up with Tim Way and Peter Edwards in another 4.30. And that's just Class A and GT3. In, in Class B, the GT3 uh, Cup cars, the local cars, we've got a, a whole host of Porsches in there. And then GT4 features a Corvette, the Nissan GTR, a Lotus Succeed, and a BMW M3. So... Mm. Lots of variety, some great names and some great teams as well. Yeah, Godzilla making a return to the mountain is uh, going to, uh, well, inflame some passions and some fury, I would imagine, from different supporters. But it it is good to see that uh, we are getting the uh, highest classes of cars back there on the mountain for this uh, 12-hour event, which has gone from strength to strength. Yeah, it's going quickly. And, um, you know, the GT thing's really exciting for, for long-term prospects because... GT now more than ever is a global category. So uh, the the top level cars eligible for this race are GT3 cars. Now uh, FIA GT3 at an international level is going hugely strong in Europe. There's GT3 series in Asia. There's GT3 series in Great Britain, domestic series across Europe, Spain, Germany, as well as the European Cup. So, uh, and they're also starting to make an impact in America and there's talk of, of GT3 cars running over there as well. So, you know, long term, I think the regulations are bang on to get that international interest. Um, there's also, uh, you know, some discussion in the press about moving the event a little bit later in the season, one or two weeks later, to allow for uh, cars to come from the Dubai 24-hour, which was held last weekend, second weekend in January. So that might be an option for the future long-term is to get those cars down uh, on a long-term basis uh, from Dubai. But, you know, for a first year to have the number of cars they've got is fantastic. It's a very strong field, and I think long-term, you know, once once the event shows what it's capable of this year with GT3 cars running, long-term I think you'll see a lot of growth. Mm. Now, the 12-hour is, of course, the feature race of the event, but there is more than 200 and uh, I think 30 cars that are going to be on the track over the course of the Bathurst 12-hour weekend. Yeah, five support categories, and uh, it's massive. You know, we've, we've had an awesome response from... Categories. The, the one everyone's talking about, though, Craig, is the Group CNA cars, historic touring cars, uh, ranging from sort of uh, late 1970s up through to the early 1990s. So you've got cars like uh, the, the STP Allen Grice Commodore. Uh, you've got a, a couple of Holden Dealer Team uh, A9X Tiranas, the Big Bang of Falcons. There's an RX-7 in there as well. Little cars as well. Bob Holden's going to be running in a, a, a Ford Escort RS-2000. So... Some great mix there. You've got HQs. There's about 3,000 of those coming over as usual. Um, uh, Group N historic touring cars and Formula V are, are going to be awesome. There's, there's about 60 of those entered. And uh, those guys down Conrad Strait in that sort of first practice session on Friday, they're already going at it, icing as hard as they can and slipstreaming their way down. So fantastic support act. And Saturday's a massive day. It's huge. Uh, Sunday's a, a 12-hour motor race, but on Saturday, I think we've got 10 races scheduled across the support categories, plus the armour all qualifying for the 12-hour. So it's a big day, and there's uh, certainly going to be a lot going on. There is indeed. And, of course, for people who are interested in finding out a lot more about the Bathurst 12-hour weekend and the race itself, uh, a brand-new website was launched this year. 
Yeah, Amaral or Bathurst12hour.com.au is the website address and uh, stay tuned to that because we're going to have some fun stuff coming up there over the next couple of weeks. We will have some ticket giveaways via our Facebook and Twitter pages so people can get online, do the whole social networking thing and maybe get yourself a pass to the race. But uh, importantly, we just confirmed yesterday that uh, we will be running the live streaming again. And last year that was hugely successful on the internet, whole race plus qualifying Saturday. People can tune in, watch it, interact as well. It's a big part of it. We like to sitting in the commentary box there in a, a bit of a dull moment maybe. It's a long race, so you do get a, a few quiet, get people firing some questions in. We've got Grant Boyd in pit lane uh, stretching his legs up and down and asking some questions uh, from our viewers. So last year we had 11 different countries tuning in and about 20,000 viewers over the course of the day. So I think it could get bigger and better over the course of this year's race with that international interest. Yeah, we'll be looking forward to it, Richard. And, uh, well, just quickly changing hats to Formula 3. We've got uh, 30 seconds left. How is the Formula 3 year looking? Uh, shaping up. We've already announced Hidden Valley uh, with the supercars. We had supercars, so looking forward to that. The Darwin Super Prix, new event, going to be huge. Uh, and just today we've also confirmed that we'll be racing at uh, Eastern Creek and Sandown. Shannon's Nationals rounds, uh, they're rounds that will feature Formula Ford as well. So uh, we're excited about that. We're glad to be racing in front of the Formula Ford kids again and using that to market the series and to get some young drivers coming up through the ranks uh, probably five days away from announcing our final calendar. So things starting to ramp up for the Gold Star this year. Well, Richard, always a pleasure to catch up with you on the show and we look forward to another successful 2011. Yeah, thanks, Craig. It'll be a big year, I think. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.